Hello and welcome. My name is Father William Maestri, and this is another edition of Gabriel's Trumpet for Thursday, September the 9th. Our reading this morning comes to us by way of the book of Job, one of the most famous books in all of Scripture. And in fact, uh, it was a very famous play entitled J.B., and it appeared on Broadway and won many awards. Uh, and our reading is from the book of Job, chapter 19, verses 21 through 27. Job 19, 21 through 27. And we're all familiar, I suppose, with the uh, patience of Job. Job has patience. Well, the book of Job is part of what the Bible has classified as the wisdom literature. It's with the Psalms, Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiasticus, the Book of Wisdom, and so on. Uh, the Book of Job uh, is a book of wisdom because it is a corrective. It is a challenge to the Old Testament notion of what's called, and don't get frightened by the word, the Deuteronomic Principle. The Deuteronomic Principle comes from the book of Deuteronomy, which says that God rewards the virtuous, the good, the holy, and the upright, and God punishes evildoers. And if the Lord doesn't punish you, uh, he'll punish your ancestors. Uh, he'll punish those who come after you as well. Uh, in other words, the sins are visited down to the various generations. And so people went around judging others in terms of their relationship to God, their moral fitness, if you will, on the basis of were they prosperous? Did they have good health? Did they have a good place to live in? Did they have a good family? Were they productive? All of those kinds of things. That was a sign that their relatives had been good, their ancestors, or that they were good and that the Lord was rewarding them. And if bad things happened to good people, it was a sign that they were really not that good. They were good at hiding things. They did their deeds in darkness and in secret. But you can't hide from God. And so God would punish them for the sins of their ancestors or for their own sins. And if that wasn't enough, those who came after them they would have to pay the penalty. Uh, a rather clean, but rather harsh and in many ways unfair principle. That's not the way God operates. And so the book of Job, of course, Job is a good and upright man. That's what the Bible tells us right from the beginning of the book of Job. A good and upright man, pleasing to the Lord. And Job has all of this prosperity. He's rich, had a wonderful family, beautiful place to live, productive land, animals. Uh, he has it all. He's part of the uh, rich and famous. Job is, Job is renowned for his uh, material wealth and also for the tremendous uh, reputation and esteem with which he's held by his neighbors. Everyone says, oh, Job is a good and upright man. Well, one day Satan who is roaming the earth, because the Lord says, why are you here? And he says, oh, I'm roaming about. 
In other words, he's looking for someone to devour, someone to tempt and lead away from the Lord. And God says, have you noticed my good and faithful servant Job? And Satan says, oh, yes, he's good and faithful because your hand is on him and nothing happens to him. But just let things turn a little bit and he'll end up cursing you. And God takes the bait. God says, not at all. Job will never do that. And the devil says, well, put him to the test. And God says, you may do whatever you want to Job, except you cannot hurt his physical uh, being. You cannot hurt him physically. But anything else, his possessions, his family, whatever. Well, terrible things began to happen to Job. He loses his children uh, in accidents. His property is burned down. His crops, uh, they fail. Thieves come in and steal his animals. And people began to rise up and say, Job, uh, what have you been hiding? Uh, who sinned? Was it you or was it your relatives, your ancestors? God is now balancing the scales. And yet Job still will not curse the Lord. But we see how friends have turned on Job. Um, that, that's what they do. Um, and uh, Job says, pity me, pity me. O you, my friends, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you hound me as though you were divine and insatiably prey upon me? They take delight in Job. You know, we see that today when the mighty have fallen, when those who appear to be so prosperous and so virtuous, they stumble and fall, and many people secretly or not so secretly, take delight in that. I knew all along that there was something wrong with them. And, and, and we secretly take delight in that because finally those who have fallen, well, they appeared pretty much like us. They're like us. So Job's one-time friends have turned against him because they now believe that God is only playing catch-up for all the bad his ancestors did or all the evil he's involved in. And Job is really tested there. And, and Job says, why do you hound me, you being their, these so-called friends, as if you were God and you insatiably prey upon me? They take delight in him. They're picking at him uh, every single day can only imagine what kind of suffering that was. And yet Job says, but as for me, I know that my vindicator lives, in capital letters, my vindicator. In other words, his true judge is almighty God. Yes, these things have befallen him, but God knows his heart. God knows his heart. And Job says, he will at last stand forth 
upon the dust, whom I myself shall see. My own eyes, not another's, shall behold him, and from my flesh I shall see God. My inmost being is consumed with longing. God is Job's ultimate friend and vindicator. God is the one who reads hearts. Not, not human beings. We don't have the ability to read the hearts of others. And these so-called friends are not really friends at all. Anyone can be friends with you when everything is well, you know, green skies, blue lights, blue, uh, blue skies and green lights, when your bank counter is full, when you're having parties. But it's not simply in the time of feasting. It's also in the lean years and all those in between years, as the song says, come what may. Uh, that's the sign of true friendship. Not the friend who is with you in victory, but the friend who is with you in defeat and in the troubled waters of everyday life. At times we often wonder, well, where are all those people who ate at my table, attended my parties, celebrated with me? They are now nowhere to be found. We see that they were not really friends at all. They didn't really care for us. They cared for all the things they got by being with us. They were simply reflections of the good things that had befallen us. And now that the sun has set, they're nowhere to be found. They're off to another who seems to be more prosperous. But Job says, I know that my vindicator lives. God lives. And not to give away the end of the story, because the book of Job is really a wonderful book to read uh, and to meditate upon. Uh, the Lord restores all that was taken from Job and restores him many fold over. He passed the test. He did not curse the Lord. He did not turn away from God and say, you're not really the good God I thought you were. You're not the friend. And the ultimate friendship that God offers us, God the Father, our loving Father, is the gift of Jesus Christ and the abiding Holy Spirit that lives within us that in all times and in all circumstances, in good times and in bad, uh, as the song says, that's what friends are for, the good times, the bad times. You'll know that I am on your side forever. And that's Almighty God. Jesus tells the disciples, I no longer call you servants. I call you friends, for I have made known to you everything that the Father has revealed to me, I have revealed to you. We have that intimacy with Jesus, that love with Jesus. The Father didn't stop the Son when he was crucified. In fact, that's why he came. And he was faithful until the end, and so was the Father. 
and the crucifixion leads to the resurrection. And so if we find ourselves facing those stormy days, moonless and starless nights, the Lord hasn't left us. The Lord is right there with us. Our vindicator lives. And those who remain faithful, those who persevere, shall see the Lord with our own eyes. Our flesh shall see God. And my inmost being is consumed with longing. In our difficult times, in our hard times, when all may forsake us, there is one who never does. It is our almighty and loving God. Because we can say with Job, our vindicator lives. And God lives, especially in those times when we are on hard times. And those who persevere, those who long for the Lord, they will indeed be satisfied and redeemed. Let us turn to the Lord always as our true, eternal, and loving friend. God bless you.